Hey everyone, it's your girl Kranali, and you're listening to Hustle and Heart, a podcast designed to help you stay woke and live your best life. On this podcast, I interview tons of experts in a variety of fields, from wellness and beauty to entrepreneurship and human optimization. I do the research and get the insider scoop about all things trending for self-growth. If you find this podcast to be helpful and a good time, please remember to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you love what you hear, please leave me a rating and a review. Now that we've met, I'd love to stay connected. You can find me on Instagram at K-R-E-N-A-R-E-A-L-I. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to spread the love and the wisdom using the hashtag Krenali. I can't wait to take you on this journey with me. It's going to be lit. Now let's get into this week's episode. Guys, it's back to school time, and whether you're a student, a teacher, or an entrepreneur, if you're anything like me and like to stay organized, and you're still looking for that best planner, let me tell you, I found the one. The self-journal really has it all. It lets you track important appointments and even personal milestones. If you visit bestself.co, you can get your self-journal with an exclusive discount. Use code CREN15 at checkout for 15% off and start living your best life. Okay, now for real, let's get into the episode. Okay, Jess, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Let's start off by hearing a bit more about yourself. What did you study? Did you know what you wanted to be? (laughs) Yeah, so when I was in university, I studied fashion communication. And before I went to university, I was kind of deciding between nutrition or fashion. But I ended up going the fashion route because I really wanted a creative career path. And I worked in fashion after I graduated for a year. And that's how I realized it wasn't the best fit for me. But it did introduce me to photography. Mm-hmm. And that's how I started my whole journey of becoming a brand photographer, which is what I do now. But now I'm more niche down to working with wellness brands. And I also teach entrepreneurs and business owners how they can style and capture their own brand photos with my brand photography course. That's amazing. So tell us more about this journey as an entrepreneur. Because I remember when we first met, mm-hmm. we were sort of connecting a lot as photographers and mm-hmm. having done, I mean, styled shoots, um, shoots for even bloggers, shoots for other clients. How did you know that photography was not your sole purpose? And how mm-hmm. did you figure that out? Yeah, so I've been doing my like brand photography business for a little over three years now. And obviously at the start, I was like super into it and I loved it and I was growing and hustling all the time. And I think I just had a lot of passion. So it gave me a lot of energy to keep going. And then uh, like last fall, I just noticed that energy was dissipating and I was like, hmm, I don't feel as excited as I once was. So I just like started really listening to myself and paying attention to okay, well, what do I spend a lot of my free time doing? What kind of conversations am I having? What gets me really excited? And kind of started just realizing that those answers are probably something I should create a business around. And that's how I just 
realized, okay, well, I'm really interested in wellness. I'm learning a lot about spirituality. I'm really focused on that. And I still love branding and photography, but I think I just need to grow and expand in other ways. So now I've just been shifting a little bit. Perfect. And you mentioned wellness. Mm -hmm. How did you think to incorporate that into what you do as a business? Was it just something you learned to have an interest in and you became maybe more passionate about things like self-care and self-development? How did you think to sort of merge the two into one? Yeah, well, it started just with my own wellness journey. And because I was so excited, I wanted to um, blog and share on Insta stories, just like what I was eating, what I was drinking, my workouts, all the stuff I was doing and like my self-care practices, like meditating, crystals, sage, all that stuff. And I was like really interested in it. I was noticing a lot of lifestyle changes and just feeling better with energy because as an entrepreneur, you need a lot of energy to work day to day. So I was just looking for any sort of hack to increase my energy and like my mental clarity and focus. That was like last June that all so of very that recent, started. Well, almost. yeah, so June 2018. Oh, wow. Yeah, a little over a year. And that's like when I started drinking matcha and I gave up coffee. Nice. Yeah, I started. Yeah, I saw you, you've been trying the Four Sigmatic. Yes. Which is pretty popular. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Like, Oh, yeah, it's a really great product. I just think what makes it different than other different brands of matcha I've tried is they have lion's mane in theirs and that mm. is like really great for your brain like it just yeah makes you even more focused even like more clarity it's just yeah it's like an added benefit than other matcha because other most matchas don't have that because mm. they have a lot of different mushroom blends even with their coffees their um, hot chocolates like everything has mushrooms in it so I really do like their products though yeah, yeah that's fun. really awesome I haven't tried it yet but I'm definitely interested mm-hmm. in giving it mm-hmm. giving it a try yeah. Um, so what inspired, I guess, the spiritual enlightenment that <laughs> happened, I guess, in your life? And how did you become exposed to that and start incorporating more of that into your lifestyle and want to merge it with a brand? Mm-hmm. It started like two and a half years ago when I was in Europe. That's when I would say my whole spiritual awakening like kicked in. But the past year and a bit, it's just been accelerating I've just been learning a lot more growing a lot more and I've been a lot more into personal development and working with coaches and it's basically been taking up so much of my own personal time and it's like all I talk about with people and I've been attracting very like-minded people that are also on the same just experiencing the same things going through the same life lessons as I am and I guess that's when I started realizing like this is a big part of my life and I never talk about it on my social media. I only really talk about photography and what I do. Like I talk about what I do day to day, but I definitely didn't talk about my spiritual side. <laughs> so it was this summer, it was like the whole like during eclipse season when I just realized I need to incorporate this part into my brand along with the wellness because I was already blogging and, you know, sharing a lot of like wellness tips um, for the past year. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to expand it and start sharing more spiritual stuff too. And then I launched a podcast recently called the Dream Chasers podcast. And I decided like right from the get go, I'm going to make it very like spirituality, wellness and entrepreneurship 
focus so like all three and I've already noticed like I'm so much more excited that that's the direction I'm going into because it's just I'm so passionate to talk about those things so I guess that's just how I knew it was the right fit that's so awesome I knew a bit about it but then when I started doing more research and getting heavily into Mm self-development I started to learn more about like the law of attraction Mm -hmm. and numerology and Mm -hmm. I began to just notice things everywhere and there was so much that was synchronicities (laughs) that were that was happening Mm -hmm. whether it was in my job whether it was in my personal life whether it was um with other colleagues or friends or people I was meeting opportunities Mm -hmm. I was being given so I began to give it more value it was just mind-blowing everything Mm -hmm. that was happening and once you sort of learn to let go especially for me I was very much so um like a control freak I guess I wanted to know the outcome I wanted to plan everything out I wanted to know how it was going to work out and I think again like you said the life lessons that I went through taught me that you know there's another power that Mm -hmm. has your back yeah right and Mm -hmm. I mean I also read um I don't know if you've read her book Gabby Bernstein yes the universe has your back (laughs) I could tell you're getting into that yeah yeah yeah. she I mean I have read it yeah and the funny thing is was it okay the Mm -hmm. funny thing is I don't know if it was like this for you but I had read that book several years ago Mm -hmm. and I was like this is cute Mm -hmm. I get where she's going but until I was put in the situation where I needed sort of her advice her advice you yeah could apply it exactly yeah like oh I actually understand what she's saying now Yes, you're going through it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so basically we're often conditioned by society to pursue work in like a structured environment, right? Mm-hmm. People are encouraged to pursue like the nine to five and they see that as their be all end all of success. Now, being someone who didn't choose that route, mm-hmm. what gave you the drive to not give in to that ideology and pursue your own work? Yeah, well, I did initially, like, have a 9-to-5 job, but I just, I don't know, just really quickly didn't, like, feel so great about it. I just, I really value freedom. It's probably one of my highest values. So that just does not (laughs) align with that value. Um, And I really just couldn't understand only having two weeks vacation in a year. I just (laughs) love to travel, and I was like, this is so depressing. So I was just very determined to find any sort of path that allowed me more freedom, more time to myself, more time to travel and work that like I felt really was allowing me to fulfill a greater purpose. So I just found a lot of people online who had started their own business or like an online business and I was just reading all the content by them. And then I was listening to a lot of Gary Vee videos. So I would say like listening to a lot of positive content and just filling my mind with stories of people who've actually made it who overcame hardship to do it who went against the grain just made me believe that okay it's possible it's doable like if they can do it you can do it too yeah that's awesome and Gary Vee is like so inspirational too Mm -hmm. um one thing I really appreciate about him is that he's always encouraging others branch out and try the entrepreneurial route Mm -hmm. and to us I guess because we're always on social media and there's so many people on social media who appear to be like having these successful businesses or becoming influencers previously i was under the impression that oh well you know it's oversaturated the field's oversaturated there's way too many people in it there's too many people who are running businesses there's no space for me and he was one of the first people that i listened to that said it's actually undersaturated there's what yes and i didn't know that yeah that's so inspiring yeah he's like there's actually so much more space for everyone wow because 
it's global, right?、Mm-hmm. So we're thinking, okay, there's a bunch of people in LA or Toronto or Chicago or New York that are influencers or are running a brand photography business、mm-hmm. or are running a wellness business.、Mm-hmm. But from a global scale, there's still at least a couple hundred thousand people who will relate to you specifically.、Mm-hmm. And I think that's what was really inspiring for me and sort of gave me the push、yeah. to pursue something.、Mm-hmm. But, I've heard something、yeah. similar where it was like, Anybody who could be a YouTuber, blogger, content creator, like thought leader, whatever you want to call it, influencer, because there's going to be people that relate to your message, your story, what you have to say, and how you say it, and your personality. There's just going to be your people out there. So it's more about being brave, creating content, putting yourself out there, being consistent, and then like waiting for those people to find you or you to attract them. So it's kind of like anybody could do it if that's what、Anyone、you feel drawn、really、to. Could, yeah. Everyone's going to resonate with someone differently. 100%. And I think the number one thing is just getting out there and doing it. And a、mm-hmm. lot of people, I feel like, are intimidated by that、mm-hmm. because you're completely on your own in a lot of cases.、Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, I'm going to start this business. I can use online platforms to learn what I have to learn, but they have that fear of failure too,、mm-hmm. right? What if I don't make it?、Mm-hmm. Well, I want to discuss that. Like, why does that not matter to you? Okay, well, it did for or, a very long time. Like, no, it's okay because now it's, it's a bit different than I would say a year ago, even because. Because I what, think that's inspirational to have that mindset、uh, where you're just <laughs> like, you know what? I'm going to try this.、Mm-hmm. I think I have something to offer. And I believe in myself.、Mm-hmm. Because although, like, me saying that is maybe people might think, oh, that's pretty common sense. Like, that's great. Everyone should have that positive mindset. Many people don't.、Mm-hmm. So, fear failures, yeah, very common. And, like, I definitely、um, had it, like, more worse than I do now, like, a year ago and, like, before that. But it's dissipated a bit just because I,、um, I kind of, instead of thinking of it as, like, failing, like, really, what is failing? Like, I feel like people need to, like, actually define what failing looks like. Because, It's not even like what is, sometimes I have to remind myself, like, what is the worst case scenario? And sometimes you're already in the worst case scenario. Like, what's the worst case scenario? Your business is not working out, so you're going to go to a job you don't like and like never have time to travel and not、mm-hmm. live in a city where you have friends. And you know what I mean? Like,、right? be still、yeah. living paycheck to paycheck. If, is that the worst case scenario? Because that was my reality when I was deciding to start、yeah. a business.、So、I was like, <laughs> okay, so、yeah. what's like, what's the best case scenario? And maybe just focusing on that. But even now, I think sometimes even I psych myself out, especially with like online stuff. I'm like, can I put out a course? I'm like, what if I make a course and like no one likes it and no one wants to buy it and no one wants to register?、Mm-hmm. It's like no one even knows how many people are registered. No one knows if you had a good launch. No one、right. knows all that stuff. Like, It's so, unless you just like decide to tell everyone like how much money you brought in、yeah. or how many clients you have or how many students you have, right? Like, no one knows how successful everyone is unless they decide to share their wins or their failures.、Mm-hmm. So sometimes you can just, now that I like take that pressure off, I'm like, I'm just gonna try a lot of things. And if something does well, really cool. I'll share about it. If something doesn't work out, okay, what can I learn from it? And just keep trying and, you know, tweaking and pivoting. And I mean, now I'm even changing what I wanna do. Like, I, I want to focus more on the health and wellness industry. And、mm-hmm. I'm like, do I go back to school? Do I do an online class? Like, I don't really know how to go about it just quite yet because I'm still, you know, figuring it out. But I'm like, not so afraid because I'm like, as long as I know what I'm going to do, there's no really failing. There's just, if something doesn't work, I've learned from it in some way and it's going to help me do the next thing. Right. And that probably ties in a lot to the whole spirituality,、mm-hmm. right? And believing that having that unwavering trust. Right. That the, it's that working out for、trust. you. 
and some like a greater power is like looking out for you the things that are hard are teaching you the things that work out are because they're meant for you just mm-hmm. seeing it from a very more positive everything's working out in your favor perspective right and how do you work on building a perspective like that because mm-hmm. i think that's something a lot of people struggle with especially in our society because we're constantly comparing ourselves to others. Their successes, whatever they post on the gram, whatever they post on other social media outlets. What are some development practices you've incorporated perhaps over the past year that you've really seen make that belief in you more concrete? Yeah, I was all ready to start quite positive and optimistic and not a pessimist or a realist. So I think I had also just my mom is very like, well, she was just a very happy person. So I think it just rubs off. But I always was thinking big and I was always a dreamer and had that outlook but to cultivate it more like I think I call them expanders and it's it's a a term that Lacey Phillips and she's another podcaster yeah I love her yeah (laughs) um but finding expanders so basically just finding people that have achieved the goals that you want and they're just the proof that it is possible someone else has done it so finding a lot of expanders um also just really flooding my brain with a lot of positive uplifting educational content whether that be through books or podcasts or YouTube videos or even just following those types of people on Instagram. And then now what I've been focusing on in the last like six to nine months is just like basically reprogramming my brain because I've been learning that you almost have to practice how you want to think and how you want to feel because it becomes a habit. So if your habit is to wake up every day and feel like you're living in lack and living in scarcity and you feel stressed and you feel there's not enough time or you're unhealthy or whatever it is you feel day to day, you just have to realize, yeah, that that's not the best place to be in, but you're in control of changing it. But the only way to change it is to make the new feeling a habit. For and sure. I kind of compare it to like when someone's trying to change for a healthy lifestyle, it's going to be difficult at the start because it's going to feel so foreign and not natural. But be- eventually after repeatedly choosing healthy meals and like, you know, not going for junk food, working out consistently, um, not only will you see and feel physical changes, but your mindset starts to just be like, this is who we are. This is what we do. We wake up and we, you know, want water with lemon and we want to go to yoga class and we want to go to bed early because it's just what you're used to so it doesn't become work and hard anymore it's just your go-to feeling and way of thinking so now I try to like do that same stuff with you know what would someone who's making like a hundred thousand plus dollars feel and do every day like oh that's really smart sort of imagining even maybe your future mm-hmm. self yeah is that successful yeah and like embodying it and just being like you know complimenting myself you know putting a lot of time into self-care and just practicing gratitude a lot of gratitude and and cultivating that abundance mindset and looking for opportunities and like everything and just noticing it because when you notice it then that's becomes your reality you just start to pick up on like all of the abundance around you all of the possibilities all of the things to be grateful for and then you stop naturally just thinking negative like your brain only has so much room like if you're thinking one way you're not going to have time or capacity to think another way so that's currently like what I'm working on is just to reinforce that even like even more no that's super admirable because I think positivity and having a positive mindset is sometimes undermined Mm -hmm. and I feel like sometimes those people aren't taken that seriously Mm -hmm. and I'm like no this person actually has everything you're lacking if (laughs) if you're wondering why there's lack in your life Mm -hmm. 
or why you take everything not seriously but if you take it in a negative light mm -hmm. that's why it's not working out for you and i was listening to a lot of joe dispenza i know you're a fan yeah. of his too mm -hmm. and just learning about neuroplasticity and yeah i feel like a lot of people are stuck in a victim mindset mm -hmm. although they might not be like quote-unquote negative but they're sort of they're stuck in this space of lack where they think you know it's not going to work out for me or i can't change my habits but you could literally change your life mm -hmm. and i also was listening to like the holistic psychologist mm -hmm. she had a post up recently she was talking about keeping little promises to yourself daily yeah. that was something huge for me too because i'm a very big people pleaser mm -hmm. and i was in the mindset that oh you need something like i'll do it for you you need that like i got you um you need me to complete this task at work i'll be the one to do it um etc etc and i was like but what am i doing for myself mm -hmm. why am i always putting myself last and so that got me into the habit of doing what you said, whether it's yoga or whether it's a daily practice of meditation or having that lemon water in the morning. And that's literally reprogramming who you are as a person. Yeah. Yep. It totally is. And I was telling you what I did this morning too. Now it's like, for me, I look forward to all of my, my time for me, my time to work on me. Like I went to bar class and I made matcha beforehand and I came home and made a healthy breakfast like with avocado toast and I took time to meditate and actually I was blow drying my hair and I was saying affirmations that's like, amazing and it's like you it doesn't take too much time you can almost just like do little bits here and there it doesn't have to take up your whole day and it's just like those little things add up and they start reinforcing who you want to be as a person you're like wait I am that right now yeah and it's just it, it builds it compounds it, it compounds. compounds over time nice for yeah. sure mm -hmm. it all adds up and i'm such a fan of affirmations too mm -hmm. and i'll try and take time in the morning to write them out in a journal mm -hmm. what are some that you found helpful yeah or well, that you really stick to and believe in yeah i use them for whatever area i'm currently like really struggling in because that's where you almost are you know if you're thinking negative thoughts about something but not something else does that make sense it's like that's the area that needs mm -hmm. more attention so like this is gonna sound a bit weird to share but I feel like an area where I'm like kind of struggling mindset wise is I still get a bit uncomfortable like sharing my opinion and my knowledge so speaking mm -hmm. on podcasts and doing speaking gigs and do you know what I mean just creating content in general can be a bit like nerve-wracking because I just for some reason think who am I to do this? Like, people don't want to listen to me. Right. I don't have anything important to share. So I know, okay, that's something I'm struggling in. So I have to basically tell myself the opposite or whatever I want to believe and what I want my reality right. to be. So I have to be like, I'm intelligent and I'm worthy and people love to hear what I have to say. They love, you know, I love to that, learn from last, me. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> they, like, want to see my day-to-day -day life. They love the content I produce, my... Um, you know, viewership is growing every day, whatever it is, like, I have to just, like, reinforce it and be like, yeah, it's, and for me, I want it to be, like, sometimes you can make it almost really far-reaching. As far personalized as you want. To yeah, be. as personalized as you want, and also, sometimes I want it to be almost believable, so then it's, like, because when I feel it in my body, like, yeah. oh, that feels real. Like, it's sometimes hard to say, oh, I have, say, if your goals, I want a million podcast listeners. It right. feels a bit weird like to say. like, 50 yachts, or whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I'm, like, I don't really believe it in my body yet, but, I mean, maybe one day, but... 
I'll say something like my more and more people every day are listening. I'm getting more and more positive feedback every day. Right. I'm interviewing more interesting people every episode. I'm learning the more I do this. I'm getting better. I'm refining my skills. That's do you know what I awesome. mean? So I tell myself that things that, yeah, I believe in like are making me feel better. And No, yeah, yeah I love those. And especially mm-hmm. I think a big thing entrepreneurs struggle with, I think we were discussing this earlier before, is, is imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And thinking, oh my God, like, am I fit for this? Mm-hmm. And are people going to listen to me? Is there something that I can actually offer? And I think that was a struggle I had as well. But one thing that was really awesome is through overcoming that, you realize why you're really doing it. You're doing it because you want to spread knowledge. You want to learn yourself. And you want to, again, align your career with that sole purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think that was also really important. Mm-hmm. So because you are a dream chaser, <laughs> we'll say that. Plug in your podcast too. That's so funny. What's yeah. um, a piece of advice we can give to our listeners who are maybe still stuck in that nine to five and have this really great idea or, or want to be an entrepreneur or want to give it a shot at least? What's one piece of advice that you would give them to make it happen? stop waiting around well what worked for me was working after work each day and also on weekends because that's really your free time because like you're sleeping for a quarter of the time right like every day Mm -hmm. and then you're at work for the other not a quarter a third a third third, you're sleeping a third you're at work part of that you're commuting part of that you're probably like getting groceries making dinner that sort of there's a lot of time that you're you're devoting to something that Mm -hmm where there could be something better for you. Yeah. So I would use those few hours each day or on weekends to put it into whatever you're passionate about and whatever business you want to grow. Like I started by putting it into that time into like designing a website and I would blog like a few times a week and I would plan photo shoots every weekend or like every other weekend. I would see my boyfriend one weekend and then the other weekend I would plan a photo shoot. So I was putting out content a couple times a week and doing photo shoots a couple times a month so I could have stuff to share. And this is all while working a nine to five. And that's kind of how I built up a portfolio, built up people following me on Instagram and then, you know, was able to get my first few clients. So that's my tip is to use that time wisely. That's amazing. Okay, well, Jess, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. And can't wait to learn more from you and see what you have to do on the podcast. Thank you so much. Guys, I hope you enjoyed episode two of Hustle and Heart, the podcast. If you're not yet following my very talented homegirl, Jess, you can find her on Instagram at Jess Chiruk. That's J-E-S-S-C-H-A-R-U-K. Or check out her website, www.chirukstudios.com. If you're an entrepreneur and you're looking for help building your brand, Make sure to check out Jess's website, specifically her brand photography course, which has so much awesome information and tips to get you started. That's it for today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Let me know what you think about the topics we covered today. I want to hear from you. And if you learned something new, please share the episode with a friend or on Instagram and use the hashtag Krenali to spread the love and wisdom. That's a wrap on episode two. This is Krenali. Until next time, stay woke.